we're recording. Oh, cool. <laughs> How are you doing today, Aldra? Pretty good. A little nervous, but I'll get over that. Oh, no need to be. No need to be. <laughs> this is a pretty laid back, like just freestyle type of podcast. I don't, I don't do anything too crazy. Crazy is kind of fun too, <laughs> but no, it's it's just the the equipment is so cool. It's just it's kind of. Uh, overwhelming not overwhelming but it's just is i've i feel like it's like really professional and and i <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well I mean, that's that's kind of the goal though because i i mean you obviously are here in my studio um you had to come into my basement and i'm like the one of the things that like when i started the podcast i'm like i need to have professional equipment because i don't want to be just like some guy with like a mic or two sitting on a couch in the living room and then people are like, I have to go in his basement. Like this doesn't seem <laughs> professional whatsoever. So by having like a professional space, at least you kind of like once you get into the room, you're like, oh, okay, this is what this is what we're doing. We're in we're in a studio. We're in like a space. I don't know. Kind of puts it into perspective a little bit. I think. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It's it's really professional. <laughs> well, thank you. I feel like uh, I feel like a celebrity almost. <laughs> <laughs> So cool. Well, I mean, this podcast was kind of um, like modeled off of like Joe Rogan's podcast. I'm a huge fan of his and uh, of his podcast. And I'm like, well, I see how he did it and it works. That's how I want to do it. Actually, that's exactly what it reminds me of. Like his setup completely. Yeah. I've, I've only seen like, you know, like clips of it. I haven't seen like a, a full episode or anything. Okay. But that's this is exactly what it looks like. So you hit your target <laughs> right there. Well, thank you. Yeah, it, it definitely helps me like like be motivated to continue doing podcasts. Cause I obviously bought all this gear. So I'm like, I have to use it. If I don't <laughs> use it, my wife's going to kill me. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, uh, less about me, more about you. Um, so you obviously are a business owner here in Lansing, the Lansing area. Um, were you born and raised here? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, I, I actually was born in Lansing at Sparrow. Yeah. Uh, it, then I, I went to school here in Lansing until like fifth grade. And what school did I, you go to? Atwood Elementary. Never heard of it. Oh, it's it's. Oh, actually, little, no, I have I have heard of it. Yeah, it, it's it's still around, I, I believe. Uh, yeah. And then I moved to Diamonddale, and I went to ended up graduating from Holt, and and then on, I might then I moved to uh, Wakusa area, which there we have a our business is just actually just down the street. Um, it's in the industrial parking Grand Ledge, so it's just like five minutes from my house. So I'm really, my house is part of my business too because I do a lot, have a lot of storage there. So <laughs> <laughs> I still very small. <laughs> I could imagine that you are probably just swarmed. Like your house probably just has a bunch of stuff at it because that's what you do. You collect things, you resell things, right? Oh yeah, I, I what I tell people sometimes is that like especially we work with hoarders, <laughs> that I take on the hoard for a mm, while. So I yeah. take on that role for a while until I can like recycle it, distribute it, um, get things taken care of. Because there's like a lot of like storing of even just recycling until I get a, enough that I can ship it. So yeah. So I, what is? I, I guess let's first off, how did you get into the uh, to this business? What what made you decide that you wanted to collect people's things and resell them or like recycle them? Oh, there's there's a lot to that. There, my, my parents, uh, my dad has always been kind of like a reseller, uh, 
and my mom had the recycling aspect. So it was like, I learned the reselling from my dad. My, my mom has always been very eco-friendly, tried try to teach us to recycle from a very young age. So uh, I uh, kind of had both with me. And I, not that I ever at first planned on going into this. I, I went to school uh, and got a degree in criminal justice, actually for break, wow. probation and parole. Ooh. So a very, very big <laughs> switch, a very big switch. Did you there. ever end up doing that? No, not really. The furthest I went was uh, I worked at a place called Adam where we did drug testing for people on probation and parole. But the thing is I have, I feel like I have too big of a heart where mm. I was trying to help the clients too much. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> did you ever, did you ever swap urine for them? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, 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 <laughs> no. I mean like the, I, I know that they're, I, I just get a heart for some, some of them were sent by like CPS and, and, and knowing that maybe they weren't even actually supposed to be there, you know, like they maybe, yeah. it was like a, a, a vengeful situation, like exes sending them there because they're mm. not together anymore or something, you know, I kind of felt for them sometimes. Yeah. And also sometimes the system isn't made for those people or not even just those people, anybody. I don't know, I guess I, I could be saying that wrong, but that sometimes like places that drug test and stuff like that, they're there to make money. They want you to violate, mm, yeah, you know, and yeah. I want to see people succeed. I really do. Right. So that place wasn't really for me. So yeah, I don't know. What was the question again? Uh, <laughs> it was, I asked if you had ever be, uh, done anything in the criminal justice system. Oh yeah. So that's probably the furthest that I went. I, I, um, they, oh, well, no, no, I guess not, because I'm re-remembering my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're good. Um, from there, I went I went on to work at Elder Law of Michigan, and I did my um, internship there through, um, that was, it was a pr uh, elder abuse prevention. So I, through, I did my internship there, and then I just kind of, after I worked, did, worked through that, then I, just continued to work there. And so I guess that's not necessarily criminal justice, but I, that kind of led to my, my job now is everybody would always bring me stuff. Like I was, I, we had this program that was for, uh, people that had gotten evicted or had lost their house and we were helping them get a new place. And it was like, a, it was a program through HUD and I was helping them get stuff for their new place. And, mm -hmm. That was wasn't really my job, but I, I start. I, it just kind of became a side thing that I did. So I was collecting stuff, and then eventually I was laid off. But I was doing this. I was doing this continually for a couple of years, and then I was laid off. And then people still wrote me, and they said, "Hey, I have you know some dressers. I have a bunch of bedding. You know, do you want it?" And I would say, "Okay, sure." I said, "I, I don't. I'm don't know if I'm necessarily going to give it to people right now. I'm." trying to figure out a new job for myself, but I created a job out of people giving me stuff. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. It just kind of happened. Yeah. And I, I made it, I, I created it out of uh, things I enjoyed, I guess, because I, I was like, you know, back to my parents, I had the reseller aspect. I was pretty good at selling stuff to people. And also I had the eco-friendly part because a lot of the stuff was secondhand. Right. So, Wow. So how do how do you sell these things? Do you have a website? Um, do you have a storefront? 
Well, um, we we do kind of a, a, a mixture of things. We, we've had a storefront at one time. It, it didn't last well for a few reasons one the roof collapsed oh geez <laughs> and so <laughs> and it, it collapsed during a time when it was uh absolutely just like pouring rain so i lost a lot of inventory but we had to we had to move out um but it, in honestly we could we couldn't have maintained it like between me and and aaron uh my husband we couldn't doing the clean outs and doing the paperwork and and advertising i couldn't run a store run a store i couldn't i just didn't have couldn't do it all. So it wouldn't have lasted anyway. So how I sell now, um, basically like Marketplace, Macari, eBay. I uh, have like sales. I list everything that I list on- online I, I besides like the little stuff I list on like Macari, which I do share on our page. But I do a lot of that through Facebook. Wow. I do have a website, but that's also kind of hard to maintain. I do do some sales through there. So like some of our like cooler stuff's on, on our website, but... I usually eventually put on Facebook too. So our biggest following would be uh, Facebook. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that like today, in, in today's day and age, you don't need to have a storefront. Like back in the day, you kind of had to have a storefront in order to sell things. Right. But now it's like you just open a store online or on Facebook or anywhere and people can buy, people will buy. Yeah, it's almost true. I mean, I guess it's more economically like feasible that way. It is. I we have a big warehouse too. Like, there's a lot of people that are like antsy to come shop, and and a lot of people that see what I have. So, I mean, eventually, I would like to have some kind of storefront, but at, at this point, we just have a warehouse where people. We do a lot of people to schedule a time, but we're also like, if you ever get a chance to see the warehouse, it is crazy it's so there's like stuff piled on stuff it's supposed to be just storage for for us i mean that's what it was originally intended but then in the summer months we have events to sell stuff but then i also bring in like uh a a non-profit part of i'm not that i am a non-profit but like i i try to have other people can come out and sell stuff too so like we have a, a like our next our next big event will be in may and uh, we're having the Humane Society is coming out for bringing puppies and kittens. Wow. Where's that at? Uh, that is, we're <laughs> You're actually, so excited. <laughs> I am, I am. I am so excited. Especially, I just talked to the lady and she said there's going to be kittens too. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, we're actually right down the street from the Humane Society. So we're on, um, uh, Grand River Avenue. Okay. And it's this uh, newer industrial park, and it's uh, on the opposite side of where the Humane Society is, like past Flying J. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know where that's at. Yeah, like if you've heard anything about like this new Eagle mega site that they're, that they're trying no. to build. Oh, well, anyway, that's been kind of a little bit in the news, and they're trying to build it across the street from us. Is that an Eagle? Yeah. Well, we're, we're considered Grand Ledge. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, I guess just a little bit further down the street is Eagle. So we're yeah. like, we're right there on the borderline. So what are they planning on building? Oh gosh. It's like really heated, like a uh, thing, <laughs> thing right now. And I don't know all the information. Breaking I've been following. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they want to, the mega site that they're trying to build there is like some kind of chip plant or a battery plant, which is another battery plant. Yeah. And it would, Oh, it makes me nervous because like, there's so many wild animals over there. And yeah. There's kind of like this feud with MSU they're having mm. because MSU was given the land and they're supposed to keep the land. Ooh. Um, 
agricultural and now they're trying to build on it. So Of course they are. Right. <laughs> wow. So there's so, been a lot of like protesting in Eagle and I did not know any of this. That's crazy. So a battery plant or a chip plant. Yeah. And they're already building a battery plant. Yeah, in um, in Delta Township. Oh, I didn't I didn't know about that. Yeah, it's GM, a GM like partially owned plant. Oh, well, they're uh I guess right now we've won for a little while because the plant that was, or the place that was looking to build there has decided to build in Battle Creek, but oh, there's, the land is still okay. up for sale, and now there's still other people. Wanting to put their dirty little hands on it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so the people in Eagle, one thing though, it is so inspiring to see these people getting together and like making change. It that is, is amazing. It is, yeah. Um, there's, I think it's called stop the, stop the mega site Eagle. If, if it's like on Facebook, you should check it out. Like it's, it's, uh, it's cool that they, they've, uh, the main lady, I think her name's Corey that got everything going. Wow. It was, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's not cool. The mega site that's coming, but yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that they can stop it, but she's brought everyone together, collected all the information. She's been going to, um, the, meetings at the township um see that's the thing about like movements like that that it, it kind of gets depressing because things like people will stand together but then it kind of fades away and it'd be really cool if people did stay together on something like that yeah i agree stop the mega center uh, or mega site mega site yeah hopefully and it's an eagle um anyway, check it too just so hopefully i gave you the Right information there. There it is. Oh, did you find it? I did. Okay. Yeah, that's. Wow. Um, that's wild. So this is, there's a Facebook group. Stop the mega site. Eagle. And it's not all just going to be directly like across from our warehouse, but that's one of the. It's actually a really big part of land, part of the land, but it's going to affect like Grand Ledge. It's going to affect. It might affect part of Portland. So huh. it's a lot of. I'm I'm glad that Oop, just, that we're able to make go. aware, make some people aware that they they didn't know because my parents even didn't know about it when I talked to them last, and it's been on the news. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. I'll have to research research that more. Um. Yeah, hopefully something like that doesn't come in. I mean. Lansing's become such an industrialized city recently. I mean, we have the Amazon factory. We have the new battery plant. Obviously, GM's there. I work at GM. Oh. GM's there. Um, we have a couple GM plants in Lansing. It's, there's so many big places here, which is good for, like, jobs and, and whatnot. But at the same time, it's sad to see this land being being used in that way. Um, yeah, I know that uh, the one in Battle Creek that you had mentioned is a uh, – is a was going to be a battery battery plant for Ford. Oh, yeah. I I don't know like all the specifics. I've been trying to follow as much as I can because it it, it will completely affect my business because they're even talking about like rerouting the road and the way traffic wow. comes in. If if it were some kind of like, even I wouldn't necessarily like this either. But if it were some kind of like Walmart or something like that, we don't have much of that in our area. Right. And that would still at least bring some business to, uh, to me and then the other people in our complex. Right. But something like a battery plant, 
All you're going to have is traffic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's going to be harder for people to get to us. They're going to reroute the roads and... Yeah, I'm just, I'm not looking forward to any of that. I just want it to stay the same. Change, <laughs> change is just tough overall anyway. Change is tough. <laughs> it can be good, can be bad in certain aspects. Um, how long have you done this? Or um, how long have you had your business? I'd say about 10 years now. I mean, we like being like insured and, and, and all that, um, or registered actual business, I would say maybe like five to six. But Okay. Doing this kind of like as a, as a side hustle kind of thing, we did that, uh, and just kind of learning to become an actual business. Uh, probably like ten years total. Wow. Um, what is the? I mean, I, c- I could imagine that you've gone into some sketchy situations, some, maybe some sketchy places, some sketchy homes to collect stuff. I'm I'm sure you've seen some wild things, right? Like with hoarders. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. What What is the wildest thing you've seen? Probably one of the crazy. Probably there, there was a, a mummified cat. Ooh! So it had been like under a lot of garbage in a house, and um, I can't remember what. Aaron didn't when he he found it at first, and he didn't realize that it was an actual cat at first. Like he thought oh, it was like no. a towel. <laughs> I, I I he had the I tried to remember his actual wording. It was hilarious, but. Oh, yeah, I'll have to send you a picture of that. Oh, my gosh, you have a picture. <laughs> yeah, we saved it because <laughs> it, it was unreal. I'd say that was probably one of the odder things that we've seen. I mean, we've seen wow. some really cool things, too, very, very cool things. I, there's uh, a cane that we have from the 1800s that's gold-plated on the top. And it's from a church out of New York. And we were working with that church for a while, but we've kind of lost communication um, to try to figure out and learn more about it. And things like that, um, the the person that hired us, she'd actually, after we got, like, she didn't have any family. And she'd pass away after being hired. And, we, and she had so much stuff, we probably did, like, three or four complete, the biggest size U-Haul that you could get, three or four of those. Whoa. And so going through it took us like a couple of years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but that was probably one of the cooler things. There's also, which we still haven't completely had this uh, verified, but there's a brick from Booker T. Washington's cabin that wow. we're, we're still working on getting that verified. And that's probably, I mean, it, that it maybe not anything. Maybe it's just something someone wrote. Uh, but there's a lot of like, they had a lot of documentation with it already. So we're working wow. on having that um, looked into. That was pretty cool, even if it's not anything. It's still kind of a fun story investigating yeah. it. Yeah, I could imagine that you would find some amazing things. Yeah, yeah, and things that people think are trash, I think are absolutely amazing treasures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, I was just telling my wife this before you came. It's like so many people get rid of good things, things that like other people would love to have. And I mean, so like they just throw them away or they throw them in a storage unit or whatever, or they give them away. Whereas like somebody else would probably buy that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's crazy. Um, now do you buy any storage units or anything like that? We, we have bought storage units and we've been hired to even just remove stuff from storage units before. Storage units are a lot of fun. Yeah, I have a fr- I had a friend that did that, um, 
he just kind of did it on the side. He would just like, I think they have like auctions and whatnot in Lansing and, and he would just go on the site, buy it. And then like, there was times where he like come across like just random things like a storage unit full of toys and a storage unit full of like weights and workout equipment, which is wild. That's a jackpot right there. Toys are my jam. That toys are my favorite. <laughs> I love toys. Oh, the older, the better. I mean, I kind of swing a little towards the girl toys, you mm, know, yeah. like from my childhood, <laughs> like the My Little Ponies. And sometimes it's hard to, to sell those. So I, I become a little toy hoarder for a little while. But I also like the older, like G, like G.I. Joes and, and uh, He-Man toys. Oh, I even yeah. like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I love toys. Especially because you can't find G.I. Joes anymore. No. I mean, they don't sell them. I mean, a little bit on eBay. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, in yeah. the stores, you can't? No. What, nope. Why? Are they, like, controversial or something? Probably. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I actually just gave my son a bunch of G.I. Joes I had from when I was a kid, and he loves them. They have, they have the guns, oh, which is cool right. because, like, the magazines come out. You can, like, I don't know, shoot rockets and, like, just so cool. Like, the things that you used to be able to buy for the G.I. Joes were amazing. And, yeah, you can't buy them anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. But he oh. lo- he loves them. <laughs> oh yeah, M- my son like any it's funny. He can go into like any any place and he will find the the rarest cool like I'm like I don't want you touching that, but <laughs> he can find it though. He'll be the finder of any cool unique toys. Like he's got that in common with me that we both really enjoy finding old toys. Oh, that's awesome. That's, <laughs> yeah, I could imagine that for him it would be really exciting because then he might be able to keep something. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> or he's the first to play with it. The problem that we found with him is that he will go into and he came into your house. He'd be like thinking it's a clean out. He'd, <laughs> he'd be like, "Oh, my toys!" And I'm like, "This isn't. Nope, nope. This is his house. You can't just be grabbing up toys." Oh, that's funny. So that that part, I mean, he's good once we tell him, but he just assumes he'll be like running in like job and going to grab <laughs> toys. Now, you had mentioned that you guys clean out junk for people, right? Yes. So you guys do all kinds of junk removal. Yes. Yeah. So we we mainly, I, I and it's not that we like went, went this way, but we, we usually focus on like big jobs. And I think that's just kind of where the uh, this led us is we do do smaller jobs as well, but for the most part, I'd say probably 90% of what we do is like horror situations, like abandoned properties. Um, a lot of people are moving and just leaving a lot of their stuff. I don't know if that's really odd, but they're huh. that, uh, large downsizing, which is almost like a full clean out uh, or not clean out. Um, like it's almost like a hoarder situation, a little cleaner, but the hoarder ones are my favorite. Really? Honest. Yeah. Why? Because you find just a awesome things yeah and and i most hoarders hoard paper and paper is also something i really like paper yeah just like old documents oh okay i found i found like um marriage certificates from like the 1800s what do you do with things like that i just i i save them i usually do take pictures of them and like like on instagram i i'll you know like white up and most of the people are dead but right. i will wait wait not necessarily wait out their names but like put something over their names but just to share it a lot of people like to see that i've gotten wow. like some really old maps of grand ledge really yeah and i i one point was talking to them about maybe see if they wanted it you know like th- i'm sure i could probably sell the some of this stuff but i think it's more cool just to show people yeah there was some like old documents that i did sell this eventually but there was like documents that 
old Detroit school system was, I don't know, like bartering to, and this was like 1920s or something, to to build a new school. And it was like all the paperwork. Wow. For that. that was neat to look at. And, and I did somebody bought selling, that? Yeah. Who bought that? Oh, I sold it on eBay for like, I don't know, 160 bucks or something. Really? Yeah. So some like paper, like historian, like fact person wanted wanted that. Yeah. Paper is wow. cool. A lot of people... A lot of people have offered to buy some of the weird stuff, but I almost, almost feel a little uncomfortable even selling. I mean, that didn't have any names on it, you know? Like, that was all public record. Right, right. But the one, something like the marriage certificate, you know? like <laughs> Who wants that? Yeah, well, people <laughs> even buy, like, old credit cards and stuff. What? Yeah, like, credit cards, you know, they're all expired. You couldn't use them or yeah. anything. But, like, some credit cards used to be, like, really tiny. Huh. And I've I've seen those online before. And people just kind of like mark heck even on eBay they don't even cross out the name on there. But <laughs> I've I've seen that. I we've never tried to do anything or even keep those. I always still cut those up. But it's just interesting to know people will buy wow. anything. That is so <laughs> crazy. That is so crazy. People are weird. <laughs> yeah, but I live on the weirdness, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how you make a living, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So. When you are, do you, do you go travel the state doing this? Do you travel the, like the Midwest? Like what is, what is your geographical area of working? Well, basically just, we, we mainly do like the Lansing, well, we've gone at, all over the place, honestly. Not, I mean, no, nowhere outside of Michigan, but I mean, if they, if we could work something out where I know that I could make enough to like survive the trip, I guess, you know, <laughs> Right. then I would go out, out of state. We, we've done, um, I think one in the Flint area or one, one of the biggest ones that I talked about was, uh, was I think in the Flint area where, where we took all those U-Hauls and where I found the cane. Wow. Uh, that one was, she was a friend of my grandma's and wow. So that's probably the furthest we traveled. Uh, we, we've done some, um, I can't remember the actual town. Um, it's it's like a couple hours outside of Bath. Okay. Was the furthest we went, like Eaton, past Eaton County or whatever. I'm bad of like directions. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Um, that's cool though. I mean, because then you kind of get these artifacts or whatever from other other locations. Is business booming for you, like in the Lansing area? It it is. Uh, well. One one thing is like there's like a ton of competition right now. Like after really? COVID hit, people just I don't know if they they just everyone tried to do this. I mean more like the I don't know how many people are trying to do like the hoarder situations kind of cleanouts that we do. That we still get quite a few jobs from, but like other say like a garage cleanout. Like there's people are finding. Un, uninsured people to do it there's a lot of mm. if you ever like if you ever see on like facebook where someone says i'm looking for recommendation for uh a clean out or someone to come remove six refrigerators you know they got uh, everybody's out bidding each other on that right so we have lost you know some business there which is okay because there's enough stuff honestly for to keep this going for a while yeah but the bigger stuff that we do it's hard it's it's hard work and and you there we do what we do the way we do it is even harder because we're sorting all this stuff where it's more time consuming because we're trying to go the eco-friendly 
route. And I think that's what keeps people drawn to us. How do you do it eco-friendly? Like, what is your process for that? Well, like I mentioned all the papers, (laughs) Uh, I'll sort through all the papers and I'll make sure that, you know, those papers are not going to go in the dumpster. If we do have to rent a dumpster, it's going to be for like actual garbage, like food that's rotten, uh, stuff that's too contaminated by mouse droppings, um, dirty litter boxes. I mean, oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) stuff that's just like actual, like garbage, garbage, um, Clothing, if it's, like, covered in something gross, you know, I, I'd throw it away. But um, we recycle clothing. We recycle. Um, How do you recycle that? Do you take it to a place, or what do you do? Um, well, there's we got a couple different ways that we do it. Like, right now, I'm able to ship to a few different companies. That There was one, um, well, I've only been able to do this once, um, a but I'm, I got to work on this again. There was a company that was taking, this was during COVID, taking um, some of the fabric that I was having, and they, they were stuff uh, bow targets. So that yeah. was, and I need to figure out, um, I need to contact more people about that again. I, I can ship clothing to a few places. Um, and this is this all local? Nope, no, nope. but most of it's in Canada. Oh, wow. Yeah, and some of it's through TerraCycle, like all children's clothing, like it can be ruined, um, and I can ship that through TerraCycle, but they're, I was shipping so much for so a while, they were kind of like, oh, <laughs> a mo- once a month, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and then we still take the clothing in, though, because if we get any, like, decent clothing, you know, we have a free clothing closet, so... Um, because our schedule is kind of crazy, you kind of either have to set up an appointment or during our events, we set out the clothing closet for people to come get whatever. Wow. But we get a lot of clothes. But, uh, then I also cut up clothing and I use it for cleaning, like cleaning, um, or like we also repurpose stuff. I don't get to do it as much. I did a lot more of it in the beginning, but I use it to like stain and, um, cleaning stuff off. Everything's always dusty, you know? Yeah. So that's one way we recycle clothing. Do you guys take donations of things? Not, not really. Just, um, I would say no. Just like if, like, I would take some stuff from like friends and family, but it just gets overwhelming because we get mm, so much. Yeah. Uh, people ask us that a lot, but it's, I almost feel like it's a way that like to not pay us to work, <laughs> to do the work, you know? But, well, somebody brought you stuff. Well, yeah, like I have, I brought this list and, and, uh, and it kind of keeps growing too, but this is like stuff that we can recycle or we can use, and people can bring us this the stuff on this list, which is like over a hundred items. Oh wow! That they that people can bring us for free. So even and if people bring us stuff and it's not on our list, like we would, if you bring it to us, it's going to be cheaper. Oh, okay. And if we would have to go pick it up, like say you have like um, some end tables or something or a kitchen table, and even if it's like destroyed or you know scratched up or something, we try right. to fix it up or. Do something where we could either sell it or donate it to somebody in the community. Wow, that's really cool. Now, you guys do a lot of work with the Fledge. Yes, we love them. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of things do you do with the Fledge? Um, we help with, like, if there's things that they need. Like, I know that, well, one thing, Aaron went to go drop off some coats to them. Um, we do, oh, we were doing a lot of art supplies, school supplies, donating that kind of stuff to them. Um, it, they're also just like a great networking source for us. Yeah. Um, meeting, I think Shannon and Jerry have introduced me to all kinds of people. I mean, I think that's where I met you. Yeah. At the Fledge. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, your guys' table was wild, too. Like, you guys had so many things. I was like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys had, like, toothpaste and, like, toothbrushes and toys, like, like brand new toys, like, in packages. Yeah, that's it's another way, like, we, we kind of get rid of stuff. Um, And, and actually, I kind of like doing those kind of events more because... And it was free, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. I'm like, this is free. I don't feel good about taking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take it, take it, because we have so much. Oh, uh, yeah yeah that's cool that's really cool yeah i could imagine that that would make a huge impact on on the community i i feel like we we have helped uh quite a bit but i i learned too though that that we still have a lot of work to like get people used to used materials used items mm. even if they're say you know a used used pair of gloves sometimes people are still gonna kind of be like i want new and i you know, and I understand that, but I don't know. I I, I kind of feel like I'd prefer used because I one it saves me money, and then also I know that it's it's getting a second life, and I'm getting the most use out of this. I I still I feel like I have some work to do to kind of ease people into thinking that's okay. For a long time, people were like, "Oh no, I'm gonna get some kind of germ or <laughs> bug," even though you know things are washed, everything's clean. Right. Uh, a lot of stuff could even be brand new in the package, but if it has like a rip on the package, you know? Yeah, people don't want it. Right. So, got to teach people. That's one thing that like we're a huge overconsumption country. We like overconsume everything, like clothes. I mean, you think about like other countries like I mean, like third world countries, they barely have any any clothes. Like they might have a couple shirts and a couple pairs of pants or shorts, and they might be walking around barefoot or with sandals that are fallen apart but that's normal to them to us like we have to have new shoes every so often we have to have new shirts we have a closet stuff full of stuff that we don't wear it's crazy yeah we have furniture that we don't use or we go get rid of that and go buy something better <laughs> yeah i i i well see that so a lot of those people are are part like i work with those people that will like get rid of a lot of stuff and then i'm able to filter it back into the community i mean like I said, there's still some work to be done, but you know, some of the older stuff is going to last a lot longer too. Oh yeah. It's built better for sure. Oh yeah. The furniture or not. Yeah. Actually furniture and clothing that are like more today, I I guess they're make, they're able to make so much more, but it doesn't last long. Yeah. It's also cheap. Yeah. Yeah. No, especially jeans, like jeans. I remember jeans back in the day were so tough. Like they were like just thick and like gritty and barely got holes in them unless you're like three or four and you're running around and sliding on your knees and you have patches. But, um, but now it's like, you just, they're so cheap. They're so cheap. Yeah. And, or they're, they're making holes to make it popular. I mean, and then charge more money for it. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that too. The, I, I remember jeans being way better quality, T-shirts being a lot thicker. Yeah. And now just this thin stuff that's going to last you, what, like a couple washes is going to have. Yeah. It's uh, going to wear, wear yeah, wear down, get really thin, and, and then eventually have a hole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, the, the overconsumption of things. And um, that's something that I think I've become more aware of as time's gone, like, like over the last – a couple of years, I would say. Actually, I'd say since COVID, 
um, it's kind of when I started really paying attention to like the things that were like, we're recycling more and, and not like over consuming. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's definitely one of those things though. Like we live like a standard American life and it, you don't realize how, how wasteful we are as, as, a, as a, like a society. And I think it's something that needs a needs a change, but yeah, I, th- this job has opened my eyes up to to waste because I, you'll see how much people just don't care and they're just getting rid of like amazing things and even just some of the stuff that's like you know gently used, but brand new in the package stuff. I mean, like yeah. like that event at the Fledge, we we were doing like. We do a lot more in the summer, but we're doing like a couple of those like a month just giving wow. away and that's just the free stuff and, or not, that's just like, that's like new stuff. Right. Um, and plus we're selling a lot of it. So just yeah. the amount people get rid of is crazy. <laughs> it, it really opens my eyes to it, like, because I have kids. And so every Christmas, obviously your kids get new toys and whatnot, but um, so we always go through my kids toys after Christmas, get rid of some of the old. And it's like, man, why are we getting rid? We just bought this last Christmas. Like we just did this recently. Obviously Christmas was like a couple months ago. And so we were getting rid of some toys from last, last year. We always donate it to uh, goodwill. Um, but it's like, man, these are perfectly like brand new toys, essentially barely played with. And it's sad. It's like, what is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? Well, you, you might be missing out on some money because... Nah, I'm definitely missing out on some money. It's just, <laughs> it, that's one of those things that's like, you have to take the time to sell it. And, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it still, it getting rid of this, get rid of, getting rid of stuff and decluttering is really good for your mind. So. Yeah. I, I, the way I look at it too is like, if I can donate it to Goodwill, I mean, obviously they're selling it and somebody's buying it, but I'm sure they're selling it at a cheaper price and hopefully another kid can play with it yeah goodwill is like one of those like i don't know much about it is it would you recommend it or no well if goodwill here's what goodwill is great for if you have like a lot of like miscellaneous oddball stuff and and uh you know donating is hard because you go to one place and they're only accepting a b and you know like just a few things right clothing and uh shoes and they're not taking any toys and then um goodwill's gonna take it all but goodwill like i i was just there um we we did drop like some stuff off like miscellaneous stuff that like i just had to get rid of some stuff and we went in shopping and like a pair of brand new gloves was like five dollars and so that's just crazy to me like what kind of gloves well actually not i wouldn't say brand new they had they were um they were used gloves and they were like $5. And I thought, then they had new gloves too. And, um, I think they get their stock from like target. Really? Like a bunch of new stuff from them. Like target can't sell it. So then it goes to them. I didn't know that. Yeah. There's Hmm. a lot, there's a lot of like target stuff there, but I just thought, wow, their prices are really, really crazy. And, and I know that everything is going up right now. It's, it's, but that's supposed to be, for people that can't like afford stuff, you know, right, and right. it's become like where people are going there to source. To, mm. And so I think because of that they're like, Oh, we can get more money out of people. Right. But I just, there's no way like someone who was low income could afford this used pair of gloves for $5, for, like $5. What kind of gloves are like winter gloves? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They were yeah. like, um, 
you know, almost like those, I always wear like mismatched ones, but like you get those <laughs> ones for your kids are just like stretchy. They look really tiny. Oh yeah. But when you put them on, they're actually like. Yeah. Like the cotton really ones. Can't. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember. Those, those are $5. Yes. Like, well, four forty nine or something. I think I did a post about it and I was like, <laughs> I cannot believe that these are like. I mean, they still looked new, but they're like gently used. Yeah. And like, how are these four forty nine? Oh my gosh. And their clothes are up to like I think ten ninety nine for like pants and stuff, which is still probably better than they it is at the store. Yeah. But I remember it being like two ninety nine. Wow. Is that really affordable for someone that's like trying to has you know food assistance and they don't have that much money extra money? Well, if they do need an extra pair of pants, right. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I, it's been so long since I've been into a Goodwill. I used to shop there like weekly. I had a girlfriend, her and I would go on dates. <laughs> and this was back when we were in high school. And we would go to a Chinese restaurant and then we'd walk over to the Goodwill and just I'd buy something for her at Goodwill. How how romantic. <laughs> yeah, but that's when Goodwill had good stuff. Yeah, yeah. They had good stuff. They had really nice clothes. Like you could get like a brand new like like express shirt or like Banana Republic with the tag still on it for like a couple bucks. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I shopped there too then. That was, you get some really cool, good stuff there and it was kind of like almost like a secret because other mm, people might mm-hmm. have been like. Why are you shopping at Goodwill? Yeah. But then they don't, when I have this brand new shirt on, do they know it came from Goodwill? No, they don't. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, that's funny. Um, so you brought some stuff with you. What did you bring? Well, this is, I brought one copy I can leave with you. And uh, this is just to reference like all the things that we accept that okay. people can bring. Some of them we've never received any because it's kind of like oddball stuff. But then some of our bigger things are like toys. Um, it can be in any condition except for toys, uh, like larger outdoor toys. Like I just, I don't have extra space for that. Like so a play set? Yeah. Yeah. Like I couldn't take anything like that. But um, as long as it's like cleanish, you know, like if it has some stains on it, not, you know, big deal. But like, you know, I don't want like macaroni and cheese stuck to it or something. <laughs> like, but toys are probably the biggest thing that we recycle. Um, like ink pens, any kind of writing utensils. I think that's probably the the because we could that weighs can weigh a lot eventually. Same with toys, so I think those are the things we've probably recycled the most, as as well as like metal. You okay, know, you can make a little money on that. But there's like Tide products and um, Taco Bell sauce packs. We can recycle those. Interesting. How do you recycle those? Um, we just save them up until like they're we got about a pound, and then we can. We just send them to TerraCycle, and that one is located in the United States. But, um, yeah, even Taco Bell has their own recycle thing there, too. Wow. But, and we're considered a drop-off for on the TerraCycle site, so people can bring us their sauce packets that they like. Wow. <laughs> or that's anything cool. on here. That's interesting. Yeah. I think that's one thing that uh, is our keeps us a set aside from, like, our bigger com- competitors because I mean this part takes a lot of effort. Right. It, it takes and it takes a lot of space and sometimes it makes me crazy because <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of extra work. But are you know we're willing to do that to be different and because it's something I enjoy and um, I have a passion for. So 
recycling we we will be doing forever <laughs> that's awesome that's really cool and it's cool to have people like you in our community that have a passion for something like that and it's not just a job it's like it's a part of who you are as a person and you find joy in doing it i mean nobody wants to go into a hoarder's house but you <laughs> true it's true i i mean sometimes Sometimes, depending on the horror situation, you might be like, oh, I, I'm, I want to go. Because just like the ones I was telling you about um, that was in the Flint area, those, um, like there would be maybe like some like bags of like broken lotion and stuff. But then, then there was like 15 bags of brand new clothes. And then we got like all this, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think she was eventually going to open a wanted to eventually open a store had all these ideas but there would be like maybe a couple bags of trash and then a, 10 bags of amazing things wow and yeah it just depends on the situation and sometimes you, for the most part hoarder situations like there's like really good stuff and then you get down to the floor and that's where the bad stuff is mm. where it's like that's where the foundation might have started to get ruined and right they were the, trying to protect it they stuck it yeah. on top yeah <laughs> So I like brand new stuff is found all the time in hoarder situations. So when you go into a hoarder's house, what do you what are you wearing? Do you wear like like a hazmat suit? Um, I always for sure we do have ha- hazmat suits. It kind of depends on how bad it is, but I always put I always have booties and I always have gloves and I always have um <laughs> I I haven't always I don't always wear them, but there have definitely been times where I've I have to wear them, you know. <laughs> it kind of depends on how bad it smells and stuff, too. Yeah. So I usually do wear a mask because um, they usually uh, can be pretty dusty. Um, I have <laughs> – I get, like, allergic reaction, too, to, like, mouse droppings. Oh, my gosh. So I get really itchy and stuff, so I always have to wear, like, long clothing. Do you, like, scrub like, yourself as soon as you get home? I, I feel like I would. I'd be, like, in the bathroom, like <laughs> – yeah, yeah, I will. We before like right in the doorway, like I change clothes. If because the only thing with those like suits is that it can get really hot and you yeah. Get, but so and then sometimes um, my husband gets to do some of the dirtier work. You know, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm in doing like you know, I'll come get like all the stuff that I know that has value or I'm like excited about or the toys, and then it's like get to work. <laughs> I, hate that, but, I mean he doesn't mind it doesn't bother him as much so some it, it what i wear kind of just depends on the situation but we're prepared for all wow <laughs> and do you guys have your son doing this too is he involved he is involved if you talk to him he will tell you that he <laughs> is the manager ah uh. he he we don't he hasn't really been in any like horror situations you know um he's probably been to the properties but uh not doesn't really get to go inside or anything because of just safety and yeah. Yeah, whatnot. It's pro- I could imagine that it's probably good for him to see the different, see different lifestyles, like going into people's houses and seeing the way people live and then seeing the things that come out of there probably would be beneficial for him to, to learn. It's almost like an education in a sense, as far as like what, what, like what things to save, what things to get rid of, what, what things are good, what things are bad. Like, I don't know. I feel like that'd be really, really beneficial for him. It is, and and uh, when we're when we're outside, and he'll he'll pick up water bottles, and he picks up pens, and he knows what things we recycle. So he'll like, oh, we can recycle this, and he's 
I've I've cleared out his pockets before, and he's got like pens oh. in there, and he's got like a half a water bottle. I'm like, well, these aren't yours, and he's like, I'm picking up. <laughs> well, that's good. I especially like that he's involved in like the giving process. Mm. He he likes to give stuff, and it's like it almost sometimes brings tears to my eyes to see him like. <laughs> that's really cool. Some of these organizations like giving away some of his old toys or. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. And uh, yeah, it's a, that's really hard for kids to do. My son struggles with letting kids, other kids play with his toys or other <laughs> kids taking his old toys. Um, I think he actually was, pl- he brought some of his toys to the fledge that one that one day we were there. And I think your son was playing with it. I don't even think he liked it, but he, I think he allowed oh, it. So oh, that's really good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, we were, we're always like, you need to share. You brought it, you need to share. <laughs> oh, I know it was the bike. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. There, there were some other kids playing with it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, they, they don't like to share their things. He's, he, he sounds like that, too, though. I think that's totally normal. Like, with the, the first things, like, if he gets something new, yeah, he, he'll show it and he'll, like, let people touch it. But he, he's, like, eyeing it. Like, you cannot have more fun with it than me. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Once I see that, then it's my, it's, I'm back to owning it. It's mine. <laughs> Oh, uh, kids are hilarious. Um, is there anything else you would like to promote or talk about real quick before we wrap this up? Um, maybe just like our our uh, our next event is going to be um, May twentieth, and it's going to be with the Humane Society. It's going to be an adoption event with puppies and kittens. Wow. We're still accepting. Um, I haven't even really posted done too much advertising for it yet, but we're looking for vendors. Um, a part of the vendor fee will go to the Humane Society, and um, it usually we only charge like $25. So it's pretty reasonable. You can come sell your stuff. Is there a certain kind of vendors you're looking for for the event, or just anybody? Really, anybody. Um, oh, well, well, I do. I haven't put out a um, notice or anything for it yet, but I am looking for like a food vendor for sure especially because we get stuck there for like eight hours and we can't really <laughs> leave. And so a food vendor is great. Just, I mean, from Aaron alone, you're going to make a couple hundred dollars, I'm sure, because he's a foodie. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a couple hundred, <laughs> but I mean, people go overboard and want to try like everything. I understand <laughs> that. I, I get that because anytime I go somewhere, like, cause I don't go, I don't go to events that often. So anytime there's food there, I'm like, I want that. I want that. I want that. And so I end up having to try food from like everybody. But yeah, especially for from local businesses, because like I don't I don't usually shop around too much. Like I I don't, I don't go out to eat that often. So when I do when I when they're all in one spot, I'm like, I need to try it now. Well, that's that's right up. That's exactly how Aaron is. And, I mean, <laughs> I can't say I'm not like that, too, but I, I I'm a little like that, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you guys are going to be at the uh, Humane Society in May. And then do you have any other events planned for the year? Um. Well, it, it actually be at our, our our location, which is just down the street from the Humane oh, Society, like okay. le, like less than a mile. Okay. Um, and that's in the industrial park, the Eagle Ledges Industrial Park. And then every month we'll have another event, like at least once a month we have another event where um ben, like our warehouse will be open, you know, for treasures. We'll have some kind of promotion. Uh, there usually we try to like the vendor fee part of it will go to like, we'll pick a nonprofit and then kind of highlight that nonprofit. Wow. So to kind of that's cool. give back a little bit. Yeah. So for the whole, the rest of summer, usually through October, we'll have another, we'll have at least one event a month. Okay, cool. 
I'll have to check that out. Yeah. That sounds exciting. Yeah, you should come out for sure. Yeah. Maybe you can um, come set something up. Oh, boy. Like, <laughs> well, let me know, like, this, but, I mean, you were having something at, at the Fledge, like, people were... Yeah, it was just, like, I. well, my wife was selling uh, jewelry, and my daughter was selling cookies, and then um, I just was, like, promoting the podcast. Oh. Yeah. But, but I have apparel now, so... I could oh. I could do something with that. That would be great. We'd love to have you out. So. Okay. I'll think about it. Okay. Yeah. I'll get more information and think about it. Okay. Awesome. Um, so do you have a website? We do. Um, it's, I think I have it pulled up. Uh, junk in the trunk. Cleanouts.com. Let's see here. Is that it? Yep. That's us. This is your website. Oh, boy. <laughs> There we go. Oh, and then you can just shop right there. I want to see what you have on your website. Gosh, I haven't looked at it in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when people pull up my website. I'm like, don't pull it up in front of me. Oh, you have some interesting stuff on here. Yeah, there's some of our oddball stuff. I need to get some more, like, repurposed art. I love working with that kind of stuff. I like those globes. Those are really cool. Wow. Wow, that's really cool. That painting is really cool, too. It's, it's, I just know that it's signed from the night. I don't know anything about it, really. This one? I, yeah, it's uh, from the 1930s, and it's, it's just, I don't know, it's just like, I know I can just tell it's something odd. It's and I, I, the lady who built my, built our website just kind of just picked a price. <laughs> So I, I said, I don't know even what to put it on it. It probably needs to be appraised. It's probably like a million-dollar painting. Really? Watch well, it sells now. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know who – wow. I, I don't know why it's not popping up on the screen, oh. but um, it's really it's really cool. So it's like a boxer? Yeah. And I, I don't I, – I haven't looked at it in a while, but it's signed and, and it's dated on the back. What's think, the like, date on it? I think it says 1929. Wow. And that was that was an odd one too. That was we uh, next door to us. There was a, a we used to rent this building next door. And there was a moving company that moved in next to us and they would just be like, "Hey, you guys want to come check out like the, people would just leave them with stuff, a moving company." So they had a wow. whole truck where they were like they just I guess the people didn't pay him or something, and the lady said, just keep the stuff or something. So he had us go, said we could go take whatever we wanted, and we took every single box. <laughs> <laughs> that was in there, and that was sweet. Wow. That is so cool. Yeah, I would keep that if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is really cool. So, yeah, go to the website. Check it out. There's some unique stuff on there. All right, well, thank you for doing this. Um, is there anything else you want to mention? Um, nope, but now I'm comfortable so I could talk forever. So you better get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people that when, once you get like an hour into the podcast, then it, that's when you like kind of break the barrier down and that's when you can have like a real conversation. Yeah. It, it always happens like an hour into the podcast. It's almost like we need to like sit down for an hour and just talk, get the, like the <laughs> awkwardness out of the way and then just start like hit record. Yeah. Well, it, it worked, and now I feel like I can, I'm on top of the world. I could do any podcast now. <laughs> well, you can come back and Yay. do another podcast. Okay, so. I would love to. Yeah, I love regular. I love having regulars because when somebody comes back, then then you like you feel comfortable, and then that's when the podcast gets fun. 
because the first time it's like, okay, we're trying to get a feel for each other and like feel like how the conversation is going to go. And then like, once you do it after that, it's like, then it's fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. this was fun. I just was nervous at first. <laughs> I just knew I'd, I'd be a little bit weird. Like, cause I was just have that weirdness, but no, you're fine. I've, I've definitely had weirder podcasts, a lot weirder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had, I actually interviewed the mayor of Lansing um, when I first started the podcast. I was probably like maybe 30 episodes in. Actually, I, I don't even think I was 30. And um, that wasn't that was a strange podcast because like he's so political and like, oh. you know, like you ask him a question, he'd give you like a short answer. And then I'd have to try to like dig things from him. It was only like a 25 minute conversation. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I think we should wrap this up. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. Um, but then luckily for me, it didn't record audio. So like I, I was still learning my equipment back then and yeah, it didn't record. So I didn't release it. I had, I've had a weird experience with the mayor before too. I was like trying to get photographs with like all these people (laughs) at one point and he denied me a photograph. What? (laughs) He said no. Yeah. But I I got one with Verge. He got, he took a picture (laughs) of me. He took a few pictures with me and I was, and yeah, I've got, I think I have a few pictures with him. A lot of people don't like that mayor. Yeah. The mayor, the new mayor. Or oh, Andy. yeah. Andy Shore. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't, it was, I think the mayor before him. He's, he's the newer mayor, right? Andy Shore? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was Verge Bonero? No, he was the good, he was the nice one. He was okay. the one that took multiple pictures with me. Very nice. And who was the one before him? Oh, is he the, the one with the Flint crisis? Oh. I'm thinking of not the mayor. I think of the government, governor, governor. <laughs> oh yeah. He, he denied my photo request. Wow. An event. Yeah. He said no. He said no. And then he, then he even had like a bodyguard that was kind of like came up to me and was like, back off lady. And I was like, okay, okay. What? Yeah. I was much younger than too. And I was all dialed up. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. That is crazy. Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't understand why you would do that. It was, and it was like an event to be in the public, you know, right. so other people were getting pictures and stuff. I don't know. I guess I seemed too excited. I <laughs> wanted it too bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That is so crazy. Cause like I've met like uh, politicians and I, I've always been able to get pictures with them. I've met like, you know, like com- like famous comedians and like whenever I see them, like, can I have a picture with you? Like, yeah. It's like. They never, I've never been denied a picture. Oh, that's, I mean, I, I kind of actually haven't really tried to ask people since then. Not that it like really deterred me, <laughs> but I, I wasn't doing as much public work then. At that time is when I worked for the elder law. Oh, so okay. I was out like promoting the nonprofit and doing work oh. with them. And so like, it was just kind of like a silly thing I would try to do if, like, tell all the ladies when I get back, like, I got a picture with this person, <laughs> I got a picture with that person, and I was just out uh, to try to make friends and yeah. connections. And wow. That's crazy. I don't, I'm not a fan of politicians. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I've, I've had a few on the show, and at each time it's like, well, for one, people don't like it because, you know, then now you're kind of splitting party lines or people like, oh, well, he talked to that person, so he must be this, or he talked to that person, so he must think this. It's like, no, we just want to talk to him. And so, um, it's just, I don't know it. And like the politicians, they're always like, I don't know. It's kind of, they're kind of sleazy, like in the way they like talk, like they, they're not on, they're not fully honest, you know, like they always have something they're trying to push. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not a fan. No, no. But 
Anyways, on that note, we'll wrap it up. All right. <laughs> Thanks for doing this, Audra. Thank it was a lot you. of fun. Thank you for having me. And uh, I hope to have you back. I hope to be back. All right. All right.